Brendo, 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 Comedy contest, depression and fun. Creasy, crashly, comedy contest, coaching, consulting company. It's Nissan. We did it. Shorter, more in there, new flavor. Why? Why a new flavor of sea shanty intro, bro? We had it last time. It's still new. Yeah. Because this podcast has been hijacked by Comedy Contest Fever! Are we going to go to all of them? No, we can't. That's impossible. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> what are we going to do? We're, we're, we're living it. We're preparing for the contest. We've got correspondence. We can follow it on Facebook. We got, we got the inside scoop, bro. That's why we're here. Celebrating comedy contests. In particular, the one going on right now at Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon. That Brendan and I not only are recapping, but also... We're in it. Is that a question? I don't know what you're going for there. Yeah, we're in it. We're in it. Yeah. This is like, um... This would be like if Kawhi Leonard had a podcast recapping every every game... Of the playoffs while he's in the playoffs, losing the playoffs. He got hurt. Now he has more time to podcast about it. But I'm excited. Like, to a fault, I'm obsessed with this contest. Safe to say, right, bro? Yeah, you're pretty obsessed. What, 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 what gives you this impression? Uh, you're gung ho about it. I love it. And you, I hate it. Uh, Talk about it a lot. And you've been in it. This is, you've been in it every time. I'm a part of it. The contest is a part of me. 0 for 10. 0 for 10. But we'll get there. It's just so exciting. And it's like, in this COVID, there wasn't one last year. And so this feels like extra special and extra important to be back at the first one at the expense of my wife's sanity. We broke her last night because we've been hitting the mics hard three nights in a row. Yeah. And then we went to the comedy club. I was like, it's opening night. And I go, but you're father. And I'm like, but the contest is my baby. Well, your baby's your baby. I have a baby baby, but the the contest is my 10-year-old baby. I mean, it's just like when I started doing comedy, I was two months in and the first one happened. And I was like... Well, this seems like a, a obtainable goal. Get a set ready for the contest. Um, and after like three mics, I was convinced like, I got a shot. I got a shot of advancing. And I didn't advance. And the next year, didn't advance. And the year after that, didn't. And I was like, why am I keep doing this? I was like, what if, what if you just keep doing it and you become like the person who's done it the longest ever without winning it? And mission accomplished. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Almost there. But I love the contest. It's exciting. Weren't you excited? You were there. What are your first impressions? As a... You you got the comedy juice back from our recent open mics. You were hot off a, a dope set at the at the, the east side. Yeah, I had a really good set on Tuesday night. 
and it's feeling good and it was just cool being in a comedy club and um seeing some of the I'd seen a few of the comedians before so seeing them again yeah so so you're you're building a reputation people know you as the pajama guy (laughs) yeah is it that's good for you because you're you're less Carson's brother Randy Two-Tone's brother and more oh the dude in the pajamas yeah that's your brand that's That's my brand now I'm that guy pajama brand pajama man pajama man no but that was a good set I mean you shouldn't get too excited about one set at an open mic but like if if your comedy career in Portland was like a TV pilot like that set would be like the end of the pilot right yeah all the tears all the work all your brother nagging you (laughs) all the vaccines all the drunk Karens spreading COVID on mics that we were attending to practice holy shit but it's contest fever man first one what'd you think of the scene the vibe well there was a lot of people there it was a good crowd like the old days like the pre-COVID days that felt special yeah and uh they didn't have plastic drink cups because like the last time I went there everything was like plastic and we're all spare no expense and um every I, the show was I thought there was going to be like major lulls in the show and there was not I was entertained the whole time kind of advantageous you know there were um you know the way it works contest newbies um you know this is a big contest that takes months in Portland Oregon right and this was the first of like how many 12 15 heats each with 12 comedians. It was like 100 plus comedians. This was the first night of performers. And there was scheduled 10 of them, but one yeah. of them would have no show. We had a no show. We had our first no show. And out of this heat, three people advanced. Yeah. Um, even with less than 10, which is good to know. But yeah, and so that's what we were here to see the first night of a big, long, months long contest. Yeah. And we saw familiar faces. One of the hosts of the mic that we saw, we were, we were getting, getting hyped up. He was excited. It was great. But man. It was good. Hosted by Adam Posse, the... Great opener. Winner. Great intro. Two-time. Well, the now only two-time because they didn't have it last year, so he's claiming the title. Posse's been working, man. He, you know, sometimes you go to the contest and, like, the, the uh, set is uh, the opening set from the host is just kind of like a longer version of the set they won the contest with last year. But Posse, no. He, he throws down new stuff. It was great. It was great! So excited! But anyway, ahead of the show, I mean, you know, we, we, you, know you can see the list on, on Helium's website. You can see all the headshots. And I like to do this thing, a uh, segment we're going to call uh, Hot Shot Headshot of the Night. Um, not everyone provided headshots, so unprofessional. Um, Brendan, did you give them your headshot? Well, you signed up for me, and apparently you did not. Did I give them a head? No. So we don't have headshots because um, we're amateurs. Um, sorry. You need to fire your manager. 
but <laughs> if you can navigate to Helium's page, you can see more about the contestants, including their headshots. And some of these are winners. Brennan, who who has your hotshot headshot of the night? Night one. My favorite is Juan Denmark. Juan Denmark. He's got uh, an open shirt, gold chains, multiple chains. And the he, shirt's very... He looks like he's trying to seduce me to vote for him, yeah. which is actually accurate yeah. uh, based off of the set I saw later. <laughs> he's got a good, fun print. I mean, he look, he's a handsome man. Yeah. He looks like a young like Larry Fishburne. Uh, if I'm getting, I'm getting my headshot of the night, um, hands down, has to go to uh, the... the <laughs> The red tornado himself, Jeremiah Coughlin. Uh, usually, the grin on Jer- Mr. Jeremiah's face—you know—he's he's, he's, he's a jovial, redheaded uh, mound of a man. Mound of a man, I can say that. Um, but the look on his face, to me, says it's like, "Whoa, hey, Doc, did you just uh, put your finger somewhere?" That is uh, socially awkward, and I just made a funny joke to make up for how awkward I feel. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of laugh is what I see there, and it's beautiful. So, congratulations, Maya, my pick. But I think the winner has to be, has to be Brenda's pick, Mr. Mr. Juan Denmark. Alright, man. So the contest happened. It went posse, opened it up. Posse introed the first comedian. Are we going to recap it? Comedian by comedian? Is this even possible? I was like paying too much attention to like the system that we were doing. To That's really right. Take well, let's notes. talk about that. So we, what we try to do is you're given ballots, right? And you're given a big box of notes. And then at the end of the night, you rank them, you know, one to ten. In this case, one to nine on account of the no show. Uh, and what I do is I just try and see, like, you know, in the in the comedy world, there's this gross thing called laughs per minute. And it's just, like, something you can measure. Like, how many laughs per minute is someone getting? Not all laughs are created equal. Um, sometimes a big laugh should... I don't know. But it's somewhat objective. And so we kind of devised our own scoring system to roughly measure that. Um, and it can predict successfully, you know, who the winners are. Usually about, I would say, slightly over two out of three other times. Uh, I got two out of three. Well, I mean, I don't think we need to go performer by performer by performer. Do you have any highlights before we jump into the three winners? Well, I mean, the highlight, I mean, the first highlight was... I will say, we have to talk about the first performer. Uh, although he did not uh, advance... His closer was, I'm just glad to be here with everybody, and I hope we have a great contest and a great night. And it was like, I was like, if I could give him a prize just for that, I loved it. But I, we can get into um, the, the second. I mean, Gene DeWeber. He was the first guy that really got things rolling. I mean, to I put things in perspective, the first performer, I scored, got a nine uh, on my scoring scale. Gene got a 36. Yeah, mine... Um, Second highest he of got the a, night. He got a 28 from me. He came in with, with so many punchlines. Yeah, so he was rolling. Tags. He had my favorite joke. Joke of the night? Yeah. Joke of the night nominee, Gene DeWeber, was it, which one was it? 
Is it the... Um, the I married an no, the, anti-vaxxer. You're butchering it, which is great. That's My how it wife be. is an anti-vaxxer. Which is awesome because... I didn't want those kids anyway. <laughs> It was great because it's like people go and it's like, are we allowed to laugh? Is, is someone going to talk about COVID? And he just came out with the strong fucking, these aren't last year's jokes, folks. I've been working on this fucking, I was, if I was betting money, I would have, I would have bet, uh, I would have bet money Gene was going through. Not to spoil it, but a couple comics later or very next, you know, Jeremiah comes up and Jeremiah, he's a ringer. He, he works at Helium. Uh, he will get shit from his employer, his friends and colleagues, if he doesn't advance. I don't think, if Jeremiah has done this contest four times, he's advanced four times. So, I would have been shocked if he didn't advance. And he came out and just, you know, boom. You know, Gina had 36, Jeremiah on my scale had like 38. It was ridiculous. He was my top he was my getter th- with a 30. With your system. With a 34. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, you, know, you can adjust your laughs by like, you know, being like, uh, that joke not land has it been too long without a punchline and there's like, no deductions. No, no deductions on the red tornado, Jeremiah Coughlin. Yeah. And then, and then we had, um, Keith Hemingway get out there. And Keith's a dude that I've been seeing, like, I would say like, the year before COVID. Uh, and he came, he came at the helium audience. Uh, definitely, uh, Keith is, Keith. Portland audiences are very white, and Keith likes to remind them of that. And I thought they loved him for it. And I had him scoring extremely high, too. Yeah, he was I had him there. pretty high, yeah. At the end of the night, I was like, this guy's top three for sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and what I loved, uh, Keith was the first performer this year to break the fourth wall. He's like, you know, I should automatically get your vote because I'm black, white people. And I loved it. I love it. It's meta. Um, did the campaigning work? Fortunately not, not for Keith this year. And then following Keith, Brendan's headshot. Cover boy. We had been, Mr. We had been told about this guy. About, about one. Someone Denmark. said we'd just been told there's a new there's a first timer up tonight. Yeah, one of the I think it was that Robbie was like he took the contest. He he came to he came to play and this he was like I, was he talking to us or were we just over him? He was like He's talking to Randall. There's people here this is like their first time ever doing comedy. They're like I I'm I came here with no jokes. And and that it turns out it wasn't people, it was person. <laughs> Uh, and, and that was uh, that was one Denmark. I got to give credit to the guy. He got up there and he went the whole time. He went the whole time. He was the only one who may have gotten deductions, but he was kind of like, well, he was trying. He, no, he he, he missed the, the light. He, he thought he told us. He, he said, "I'm gonna get light at four thirty. And he thought the last he went light. That. And he started doing a countdown. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Every second you're saying right now is a deduction if it's been over fifteen seconds. So Juan was wild. Um, also, was like, you know, hey, I joined this contest because twelve hundred dollars sounds like a good deal. But it's like, I don't think he realized there was over a hundred, and this was round one of potentially three. Yeah, but I loved it. You know, I wouldn't like to. Say, I'm not going to say he figured it out by the end, but he found a way to get laughs at the end. 
Um, but he, he came out strong and I, I loved him for it. It was, th- th- this was a contest moment that like, this is why I go to the contest is to see if someone do comedy for the first time. And it was wild. And also he wore amazing shorts and he looked good in them. And he had a, comb he had a in pink, his pink pick in his hair, pink fro pick. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then a couple comics later, Bobby Sherman comes up. Uh, and this is a guy I'd see. I don't, I haven't seen him too much. Um, but obviously based on his comments about first timer, uh, Juan Denmark, I was like, this guy's taking this contest very seriously. And it, it paid off. I mean, he came with a, a set that scored pretty high. Not, not in my top four. But one over the crowd. Yeah. Um, he 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 really is like surreal almost. What I loved about him was is like, is it is he being? I I couldn't tell if he was just like is this a, is he almost like emo Phillips almost tone to it? But I don't know. It was great because I was like, is he just being absurd? You know, with his um, armpit cocktails or whatever armpit juice. He was good, um, but yeah. Um, ended up doing good enough to advance. He was one of the three advancers. Yeah, he was not in my top three. Um, I think he was close enough to the end mm-hmm. that he was like fresh on the people's minds. Yeah, sometimes going up, you know, six, seven, eight can be good because the audience has warmed up to the rhythm. They're lubricated. I think someone's done an analysis statistically force the four spots good, and that held true to well almost held true jeremiah drew the fourth spot but the third spot canceled um but yeah um but i mean this was an example of he he started off i didn't think he got laugh lines at a high rate until about a minute in yeah and at at the end he was talking through punchlines so he struck a chord um it was great You forgot AC. No one forgot AC. AC was there. Are we going everybody? Well, you almost went everybody and then you skipped him. I didn't mean to. I did not mean to do that. Let's talk about AC. AC looked great with a gold gold jacket. Came yeah, I mean, he incorporated it into his okay. opener, which That's was right. really good. No, people forget. People will give me shit. They're like, "Oh, what is this? You prop comic now?" And it's because I have like literal props. But I'm sorry, if you're wearing something that you've written a joke about, that makes you you're wearing your prop. Like that's a prop. So, the prop comic AC. <laughs> it was a it was a it was a high scoring set. I thought he had a shot to go through. I thought he had good pop. I mean, the audience liked him. Um, but you know, this is a contest, dude. It's stupid. It's not perfect. Um. What did you like about AC? Um, I liked his opener, and oh, oh my god, he had probably the best I look like, and he he looks or he gets mistaken for the weekend in Japan. That yeah, that was that was good, because um, it's believable. And he had solid for me. He was like he was tied for third in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very close race for third place. Here's what I will say about AC. I liked the the bit he did that he he did that long prayer bit 
Yeah. You know, like this, like this, this white lady fat shame prayer, which was great. And that's such a fun bit to do, but dangerous. Why? Were his eyes closed when the light came on at 430? That's a danger. That would freak me out. So he didn't go over time, but if that was me, I would freak out. Um, uh, and also, you know, the comedians that did go through, I would say had more punchlines. It's like the difference between like joke, joke, joke. Joke with tags, joke with tags versus a longer bit, you know. You was everyone on board with a longer bit? I would say most of the audience was, but then at the end of the day people were like, I don't know, they're like, All they did was that long, awesome prayer. I don't know. Who knows? It's dumb. Yeah. But yeah, but uh up next after Robbie was the third and final advancer. Our early pick, and we told him so, uh, before and during the contest, we're huge fans of young Cameron Coloso. Yeah, I saw him at Haymaker, and he was pretty good. And he really brought it for his uh, set. He was the second highest scorer of the night for me. Yeah, I, I had him top three, for he sure. Had, I had Jeremiah, Gene, and... Uh, Cam in my top three for the scoring system. Um, but yeah, he just was crushing. He had a really funny bits about his dad. I would say yeah, joke of the night. His his bits about his, his how much his dad it, it freaks him out that his dad's getting so much puss. I don't think he called it puss. He's, he's he's more charming than that. But it was great, and people like he's young and he looks young, and for an old guy like me, an audience is like, oh look. This is like the voice of of, the, of those young kids. Yes, he described like, himself as femme. He has an earring. He he looks like uh, he to me. He looks like why? Well, maybe I have a. But he has a. He looks like toy soldiers. Uh, Wesley Crusher and toy soldiers. Yeah, I'm like he's either baby millennial or a Gen Z. So so yeah. yeah, and he delivers, man. He cares. You know, I was talking to him about his set. I was like, well, you weren't gonna do your joke about like perverts where he he's like i was thinking about it. i was like i'm glad you didn't and obviously he went with the right choice because it got him through dude that's what you want dude because now like he's he's on he's on the fast track to fake scene success but yeah. it's important it's cool it's exciting and it's just like what i like at the contest when uh you, know, you get to see afterwards the, the comedians you see how nice and supportive everyone's friends are, even if it doesn't break their way. Sometimes it breaks your heart. Sometimes you get to hear funny people griping, like the funny things that like their friends say after the contest to their friends supporting like, I can't believe you, Vince. And they 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 don't know comedy etiquette. And they'll be like, That comedian they'll like name a comedian that they saw who might be with an earshot. That guy would blah 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 and it's just like it's hilarious. <laughs> so hanging out outside the contest is like during the oh, it was so beautiful, it was like a course. But hearing like Hearing like the winner's friends be like, "You did great, you did it, oh, you did it." It was like, "Dude, that's gonna be a night that Cam, young Cam on his comedy journey, it's, it's not stuck going anywhere." You know, that's that's an exciting night, and that's part of why I wanted to be there. It's just it was a fun night. It felt like a return to normalcy. I felt like all the comedians did did great, or at least were <laughs> added to the show. And I think the people who advanced, you know, Jeremiah earned it. You know, he's going to be disappointed if he doesn't win this thing. Um, 
Cameron getting the momentum, and uh, you know, and, and Robbie too, dude. That guy cared, and you know, it paid off. And he had some great, great hitters, and really just charmed the audience, and it was wonderful. I, I really liked the guy that went last. He was great too. He had a really funny attitude, and he was like thanking the audience. He was almost like, um, oh, Mel Albert Brooks. Yeah, I would think I would say he's had the Albert Brooks DNA. Uh, he he was he was even more meta than the comedians that well, yeah, he was like Brooks. talking to Randall during the set, talking to Randall, the videographer, being like, "Can you fix this in post?" And I loved it. Um, and he had good jokes too. I was like, "Man, maybe we got." Sometimes the the uh, the last comedian, if the room's fresh hot, on their mind. just goes, and that's the other thing. I. Apologies to Gene DeWeber, hands down. Everyone who I talked to was borderline, if not surprised, everyone. Um, he didn't get advanced. And sometimes you go up early, audiences are dumb. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, did they forget how funny I was? Um, but yeah, but then you look at it and you're like, oh wait, no, the person that went before me advanced. And that wasn't the case for me. Um, but that wasn't the case here. Everyone was great. Yeah, it was God, my first contest. So it was, first contest. It was good. It was just fun being at a comedy show. Even I mean, I've been to like the Helium Open Mic a couple times. Um, it was fun being at like a like a big show at Helium, and just the energy was good. Good energy makes me feel more alive. It helps my depression a lot. Just being there. Just being there, being part of the scene. Talking to comics. Talking to other comics. Having opinions. Uh, you know. And having something to look forward to. But yeah, the next heat, Tuesday, June 22nd. Get your tickets. If you have friends who are in it, see if they got comps. Use your friends' names, you know, to reserve in advanced seats to get uh, a discount. But there's some great comedians on that list. And some great comedians that remove themselves from that list. Uh, we got the hot contest goss. I think Brendan heard there's a rumor about number one on Tuesday, June 22nd. Yeah, Bjorn RG told me that he was withdrawing from the contest. Mm, a likely story. You know what that means? Usually these lineups, the way they're posted, are true to the order. That means by dropping out, uh, Lydia Manning, I'm a super big fan of, uh, now has to do the bullet. It's hard. Um, good luck with the bullet spot, uh, Lydia. I'll be cheering for you. I think you got what it takes. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Lydia will be the first woman performer in the contest this year. There were no ladies yeah. on the last round. Um, that means we have a problem. Um, and doing what you can to make comedy more diverse is necessary. Maybe doing a mic and you know giving preferred spots to non-straight white dudes like Brendan and I are doing. Uh, that's one thing. Um, but yeah, the next lineup, Ian Durius. I've been on the contest with him before. He's amazing. Todd Basil, uh, Helium Regular, Jake Silberman. Maybe he's going to do crowd work his way through this contest. You never know. They got a one-name performer, Yasha. Um, Diana Potter, who's a f- regular at the mics we've been hitting. And most importantly, a whole bunch of names I've never heard of, which means I'm excited about it. Brendan and I won't be there because we have a mic now uh, that conflicts. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be following in with some of the comics who are part of it, doing recaps for the nights when we can. Um, we love it. You know, if you are in the contest and are like, oh, are these strangers going to talk about me? Hey, guess what? You signed up for a contest. 
um, and now your lives belong to us. No, we're the fans. We're your fans. We're, we only want to be positive. We love this mic. We love each other. We do. Yeah, and there's actually two heats or next week. There's the Tuesday and Wednesday, so more contests for everybody. Another one person, Frankie. Frankie. Wrestling superfan Ian Albanese, Wednesday, June 23rd. Ooh, creme brulee. Uh, I like that name. Uh, but hell yeah, dude. That's a little uh, comedy contest. Shubalabadi blue. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I gotta get back to work. This is a midday podcast. Well, the baby's asleep. Yeah. I feel like we're sneaking it in. We did it. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Uh, Love. Love Love you, bro. bro.